Welcome to the Ravi Kumar podcast. I'm your host Ravi Kumar and on my talk show I talk to creative, talented, diverse people from all walks of life who are passionate about their purpose and profession. Ask them questions, seek answers, get insights and share these with you my audience to inspire and motivate. Meaningful conversations with interesting people. That's what my show is all about. On the show today my guest is Srikala Bashyam. Srikala is a financial advisor, investment consultant, journalist and entrepreneur. She has 30 years of experience in her chosen fields and is the managing partner of her investment consultancy firm in Bangalore. Welcome Srikala to the Ravi Kumar podcast. Thank you for your time and interest talking to me and my listeners. Thank you Ravi, it's a pleasure to be here and an honor. Thank you so much for having me here. Most welcome Srikala. It's my personal honor as well. I know you for many years and i'm very grateful to you that you accepted my request to be on the show my interview with you is the second in a series of talks on the subject of personal finance that i think is very relevant and topical to a lot of us in this uncertain time very grateful to you for your sharing of knowledge experience and expertise Yes, always a pleasure. You know, why not uh, share my experience and whatever learnings I have had for so many years? Thank you once again. Welcome. So let me open our conversation by asking you, uh, what, in your view, is uh, financial literacy? Its link to personal finance, and in these unprecedented times of COVID, is it more important than ever to know these concepts yes financial literacy generally for all of us it's very important you know at least we should know what are the what finance means and what money means and it's even more important in the current scenario when uh, we have been living in unprecedented times i would uh, define financial literacy i guess it differs from person to person and it also depends yeah. on what stage of life people are in and what is the kind of income levels uh, they are having but irrespective of it i would uh, break it down to a few things to start with i think every individual should know what is their income and what is their expenditure i'm saying this because i have come across uh, so many youngsters not only below 30s even the mid 30s they have absolutely no clue how much they are earning so that, that is where the trouble starts so to start with you should know what is your income and also what are your other source all sources of income this is more so you know when you hire when you inherit uh, wealth or when your parents might have left some legacy income for you you need to know what are the other sources of income you may be earning besides your regular income not only is it important to know about your income expenses are even more important if you don't know your balance sheet you know income and expenses because you are not a government of india you know where you can print money or you can uh, have a deficit finance so to start with you should know what is your income and what is your expenses and what are your liabilities today we okay. are all living in a world of uh, borrowed funds you know every family will have some loan or the other it could be home loan it could be personal loan it could be credit card loan anything so you should it's very important to know your balance sheet what we call in common man's terms so you should know your income you should know your expenses and you should know your liabilities and another important thing is to know what is the kind of protection measures you have for your family and dependents when i say uh, measures this is like you know even if you have liabilities 
tomorrow if the income earner is not there how is the family going to manage this liability so that is also very important to have a plan so these i would say you know these are the four basic things one should know if they know it i would say they are financially they can be called literate you are referring to insurance in terms of uh, what is the uh, the measure of protection that people have in case uh, uh, something bad happens to them is my understanding right exactly see today we are living in an era where we have an insurance cover for almost everything right from your tv to your life to health unfortunately most people think liability cover or protection means it's only life insurance or uh, your health insurance no today you have beyond that what everybody runs and protects today is only car but all your life your assets your other things are also very important and you need to have a cover for everything what questions should be asked by one if uh, they are financially literate or not uh, shikala it's very important to have a surplus so your income okay. should always be more than your expenses so that we define the good health good financial health of an individual okay so now okay. as far as possible make sure that you know your expenses are lower than the uh, income and similarly your liabilities but then what happens today we are all living in a classic example is a property all of us cannot save money and buy a property okay we have to take loan and you know we have to fund our property investments through a little bit of borrowing the percentage may vary somebody may go for 80 to 90% loan somebody may go for 50 to 60% but you should know how you are going to take care of that liability that is very important mm. how good i am with my financial health or financial management i would say you need to identify your goals take the previous example of property loan taking property loan is one part of the story but you should have a plan how am i going to take care of a service that loan that is also very important so that's another okay. clear case of a good financial habit can you uh, give us five things to keep in mind to take care of one's uh, financial uh, health so this to start with again excess income over expenditure so how do you define this income so to start with make sure that you have whatever income you have put aside x amount of money and then you come up with the expenditure so it is no more a case of income minus expenditure is equal to savings it should be income minus savings is equal to expenditure you will never have a surplus income i can assure you whatever money okay. you earn all of us you know we keep pushing our bar of expenditure to that extent that we keep spending more in fact i have found uh, even whether over the last uh, few decades that i have been associated with so many of my clients as the income increases your expenses go up and your saving percentage actually comes down because you reset your lifestyle so never do right. that the best way to get started with your saving habit is try to live the kind of income the kind of expenses what you were having when your incomes were at x level when it becomes x plus 2 or x plus 3 but don't make your expenses also x plus 3 that is the best way to get into the good habit of saving or investing right that's uh, very interesting your formula which you just mentioned a little while back typically it's income minus expenses that uh, you know results in some surplus uh, which yes. people treat as savings and then they convert it into investment but if i understand you right you're saying <laughs> income minus savings and the yes. balance is to be allocated for expenditure 
so exactly. uh, really you say irrespective of your income make sure that you have a steady saving uh, as a percentage or as an amount exactly i would say there can't be any excuse see you are not going to let us say that a person is earning x amount of money that is your ability and that is what you are earning lack right. of earnings or lack of lower earnings cannot be an excuse for not saving so you have to okay. make peace with the fact that this is the income you are going to earn it may grow it may not grow but then you are going to live for another 20 30 40 years so you better be prepared with this income otherwise mm. see there are two ways of building wealth either you keep saving more or you keep earning more but after a point you your ability to earn more is not going to be there whereas saving your expenses and uh, doing the savings is in your control isn't it so it's better to stick right. to that so i'm coming to personal finance now uh, yeah. we had the income we had expenses savings and uh, investment how have these elements been affected by pandemic now ravi i think the biggest change today which has which most of us were never prepared for whereas uh, when we all started our career or when we all started earning we assume that we start with the next amount of income and it keeps growing isn't it we expect our Absolutely. bosses or entrepreneurs to go on increasing our income would increase you know by 5% 8% 10% that has been completely disrupted in this pandemic so today we are staring at a scenario either our income can be same or it can be lower or it can be nil I think this has been the biggest disruption I have ever seen in my personal finance career. So, not only is it enough to save today, we have to save for an emergency that you don't know when that emergency is going to reverse. So, it your I'm sure all of us are hearing stories, you know, the pay cuts. Pay cuts have been 10, 15, 20% in some cases it has been even 30%. if you don't have the habit of putting aside 30% or 40% what are you going to do you know you are staring at a deficit uh, balance sheet in your personal life so whatever be the case today not only should you save you have to put aside money for an emergency or make sure that you know there is a fund to chip into if there is a loss of income so i think that is the biggest lesson all of us have learned and it's a double whammy see one we are living in an era of uh, unprecedented uh, pay cuts or lower income scenario two we are also in a stage in life where we are all going to live many more years without income classic example is the life expectancy today 80 is the new 60 and i think today we don't get uh, surprised if someone has hit a century isn't it in their age because it's becoming yes. a norm i know my own clients who have so many of their parents who are 9500 you know it's become a norm earlier we could assume that all of us are going to work till 60 and uh, still we had a uh, 20 years of uh, non income or non earning life today there is a double whammy you know you may lose job any time at 45 50 but you are also going to live 80 to 100 so imagine you're going to work or earn for let's say 30 35 years but you are going to be without income for another 35 40 years that's a scary scenario and the triple whammy could be if some uh, medical uh, issues come up and uh, cause further problem exactly in fact as it is in india we are uh, compared to the compared to globally we are uh, 
uh, facing a higher inflation rates okay and uh, this inflation is one of the highest in three sectors medical education and entertainment what we call the marriage luckily in the covid scenario the marriage inflation is put aside because today we are people are not going thinking of having these uh, fat weddings but education and medical is something like 12 to 14% inflation rate that's uh, very scary in fact since incomes are so uncertain how about expenses how does one deal with expenses and inflation or let me put it another way by your suggested guidelines for the percentage of income that a person should allocate for expenses and i'm assuming uh, an average person earning uh, a salary being employed okay so again i mean you yourself have answered the question in a way like it differs from individual to individual but let's take right. it as india's average saving you know as a nation we used to save something like 30% in the past that percentage has come down to almost 26 27% okay i would suggest the good figure would be something like 30% and younger you are this percentage should be higher because your ability to save is much more you don't have commitments and that is the best way to achieve this figure is to start early the moment you cut your paycheck you get it please start saving yeah. from day one that is the best way to get started so that you know at least 30% of your uh, income put it aside and how does one go about it i always tell people that you will never have surplus you should generate surplus and how do you do that a simple exercise just jot down all your expenses today we are in an era of apps there are plenty of apps which help you track down your expenses or if you are bored to download the app just take an excel jot down your expenses the moment you write down your expenses i can tell you that you yourself will see clearly what are the wasteful expenses you have been making automatically you can remove the wasteful expenses and especially in covid times we all have the i mean most of us are working from home you are not spending on your travel you are not spending on uh, eating out so these can add up to a nice little saving what we have seen is the basic living expenses for everyone is not very high okay we have seen okay. uh, there are data that you know it's the liabilities it's the emis which take a good chunk of your uh, expenses or income so as long as you when you are at a younger age you don't have those commitments you should be able to save more and 30% is a, is a good percentage to start what are the different options for investment in today's turbulent time the whole india is into stock trading today okay people have okay. a lot of time on their hand and everybody has access to internet and stock market data so everybody i mean a lot of people have got into trading in uh, trading in equity now equity investing is one option if you are in a uncertain uh, profile let's say that you know you don't know you may require money 3 uh, months 6 months down the line you it always it's better to be fixed instrument products these could be debt funds fds rds bank deposits more importantly i would say in the current scenario it's very important to have uh, at least a good chunk of money in your savings account so that it's easily accessible as we have been seeing reports the covid let's say god forbid if someone is affected by covid even if you have a medical insurance the cost of treatment is pretty high so maintain a good liquidity in your uh, savings account balances 
and then look at a combination of fixed instruments and equity if it is a money you can put aside for a couple of years how easy is it to invest in the stock market today well if uh, the process of investing in stock market is very easy today all you need is a dmat account trading account and a bank account and today you have plenty of platforms which are offering you zero fee trading uh, platforms okay so the process of investing is very easy but the knowledge or the methodology is not so easy stock okay. market investing is not easy and in india there is a misconception that uh, you know the moment i get into stock trading i want big bucks and i can make money in one week one month no equity investing is a science and art so you need to be patient only when you are patient only when you are disciplined you make tons of money so all these rags to riches story don't happen overnight it's a sustained uh, investment process which makes you rich here i would like to share one uh, example okay so just uh, i was just looking at some data let's assume that someone uh, were to save uh, 10000 rupees per month if he does it for a period of 20 years at the end and let's assume that you know his money the market or the equity fund has given returns at 12% it he would have built a nice little kitty of over 90 uh, 97 lakhs let's say right. that if he invests in a stock or a fund which gives you returns at 15% per annum the same okay. money the 24 lakh would have become 1.43 crore so now I this see. figure is exciting but people should also remember that if someone were to look at the last 5 years data the returns from the markets have either been negative or it is 2 to 3% so if someone were to look at just a 5 year data say what is this why should i invest in stock market for just 3% or 5% return so right. the bottom line is equity markets will reward you provided you are disciplined and you should have the patience and also and they will be exactly it is a long term story okay because very often i also hear from my clients you know like if i had put it in fd i would have earned uh, 7% or 8% and what is this i have got only 2 3% or it's negative in a matter of 3 or 5 years again here i would like to give the fd example also the same 10000 rupees let's say you had put it in an fd or an rd kind of a product which gave you 7% return your 24 lakhs would have become 53 lakhs in 20 years so what does it say in the short term your fd or non risky products will always look more attractive but in the long term very long term your equity will give you fantastic returns and another point i would like to add uh, to people here is i would like to give it as a message is when you invest in a stock market it is a risk capital we should call it okay when what what do we mean by risk capital if the returns come down or even if the value comes down by 50% let's say that you have bought a stock for uh, 100 rupees and the stock for some reason will become 50 rupees you should have the ability to wait out the period or you made a wrong decision you should be able to write off that money you should have both you know acumen both financially and emotionally If you don't have that, you should never venture into stock market. I see. Okay, yeah. that's an interesting aspect. Shifting from the stock market to an area which Indians are very passionate about, 
and that is hmm. in gold indians hmm. uh, traditionally have been the world's best investors in gold and uh, the news yes. yesterday was the 10 gram mark has just hit the 50000 figure so gold is also supposed to give good returns uh, shikla is it the right time to buy gold what is your view on this when someone looks at gold you should always remember that whenever there is uncertainty across the globe gold always does well because it is considered a safe haven okay it's right. easily liquidatable so what happens when in the last couple of years we have been now so we are living in unprecedented times you know the interest rates globally are zero or even negative in some countries even in our own country the uh, the money you get the interest you earn on your fixed deposits has come down drastically and equity markets have been up and down in such a scenario gold will always do well so this is no different even in this cycle so in fact this year alone gold has moved up by almost uh, 25 30% last year also it has given 40% so as long as we are in an uncertain uh, scenario gold will do well it's not a bad idea to invest in gold even in this scenario or at current levels but then don't put your entire money into gold is it a good time to buy gold at current level yes will it keep going up or will it come down and go up the answer is yes to that also so even if you invest in gold gold may move up and down but again you should also invest in gold with a 2 to 3 years the last question yeah is it necessary to consult a financial advisor when you have plenty of knowledge about investing on the internet these days what is your view on this i would uh, liken it to a doctor all of us today all the medicine all the therapies are available online so can we just we can pop the tablets on our own to some extent is it but when the health condition worsens or it's something serious you need a professional so it's no different with money you can dabble on your own with the internet knowledge to some extent but if you want a complete uh, full fledged planning and uh, liquidity management you need to have a professional help because the professional spends hours and you know markets or any asset class it's not easy you know it requires day to day monitoring plenty of knowledge and the financial markets is one of the most dynamic markets globally so you do need professional help and if you want to avoid mistakes or cut down your mistakes definitely you right. should consult thank you so much uh, shikala for sharing your knowledge experience and expertise around all things financial thank you so much ravian let's build a, let's hope that all of us are financially secure apart from having Th- good health in the days so and years to come that was shikala bashim financial advisor investment consultant journalist and entrepreneur She can be contacted on shrikala.bashim at gmail.com and on Facebook at shrikala.bashim. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Thank you for listening and please do share this interview link on your social media networks. You can follow the Ravi Kumar podcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as well. Till my next podcast soon, remember, stay healthy, stay safe, wear a mask and remain positive. This too shall pass soon. Cheers.